I wanted to record about Bolinas. Now, Bolinas is an interesting place. It's a place that I have recorded podcasts on previously. There's a stone ape, I think, with Bolinas in the title, I'm pretty sure, where I actually deconstruct Bolinas to a great level of detail. So I'm, I'm going to do this somewhat haphazard for folks that haven't listened to Stone Ape. But the idea of Bolinas is it's a community that is in the far north bay. And I found Bolinas because I was looking for beachside towns that had property values under, I think it was 150,000. But these properties in Bolinas came in at, you know, 80,000. Well, 30 to 80,000, actually. Like, ridiculously cheap. And I was like, wow, this is crazy, you know? Why, why is property in Bolinas so cheap? Then you come to realize that actually Bolinas is a very, very, very strange place. And it requires reading multiple New York Times articles and a wide variety of other things actually to get the bottom of Bolinas. But it's a community that in the late 60s, early 70s, just decided that they didn't want any more people there. And the way that they could do it, because they had lots that were un, you know, unused lots, was by refusing to allow water permits initially. So you can't have any plumbing, can't have any sewage, you can't build on the land. You can't put in electricity. You can't even keep a tent on the land in Bolinas. So you have these crazy parcels of land that are going for, you know, the relatively low ticket amounts for the Bay Area, but they're useless. They're absolutely useless. You can't use them for any practical purpose, and you certainly can't live on them. And what's even more curious is that Bolinas has a cliff face that is eroding land at about three feet per year. So you have this strange set of, like, factoids associated with this place and you wonder i mean they do things like they pull signs out so there are no actual signs to get to bolinas it's very curious because i've literally crossed the country on the road system here signage is a federal thing yet mysteriously the people of bolinas have actually removed road signs have you know if, if it says bolinas on the road sign with a bunch of other places they'll still remove the road sign so there's all this kind of civil disobedience stuff there's a bunch of really crazy stuff about this place bolinas but we'd never been there. Yesterday morning, my wife woke up on a whim and said, why don't we just go to Bolinas? I was like, sure, let's go to Bolinas. It was seven in the morning. We got on the road. I mean, it's best to get up. You want know, to hit San Francisco before 9 a.m. on a Saturday, typically. We got there just at the cusp of 9 a.m., so we hit some traffic. But what I didn't realize was that Bolinas, in order to get to Bolinas, you've got to take a road which gets you to John Muir Woods. Now, John Muir Woods is like a major nature preserve you actually need now electronic tickets to get into it it was so crazy to get in but we went to john muir woods maybe three months ago i don't know just before we went to australia actually so we know the area through getting up there but if you take these kind of crazy double back roads for an additional 15 miles you end up at this estuary which is the bolinas estuary you go up the estuary which is like a mile up and then you come a mile back on the other side of the estuary and then you're in bolinas and for us, this was an amazing thing. I mean, for me in particular, because I've recorded podcasts about Bolinas and all this ridiculousness associated with how difficult they make it to live there. So we go into Bolinas and it's got all this strange, you know, we'll take your refugees and your immigrants. And it's like, no, no they're not. They're not taking refugees and immigrants. They're not even lacking regular people by land. You know, you've got all this strange kind of paradoxical. And I didn't realize that the signage, because obviously they've removed a bunch of signs, so they have a bunch of really curious designed by local signs. And look, the buildings are 
amazing. I mean, in terms of the architecture and stuff, it's certain areas are frozen in the 1930s. It really is well worth seeing once. But they've got just the same level of homeless folk that we have here, except they have, like, crazy Bellinas homeless folk. And the whole place is 70-plus-year-old people, right? There are very few young people. I mean, the homeless people are young. And we saw, like, obviously a third-generation Bellinas person, you know, not wearing a bra, kind of wandering around, being a... I don't know. I mean, it is like frozen in time. It's one of these strange, like going back to the 1970s, except the people that actually live there are absolutely super wealthy. So you have all this kind of strange luxury car stuff, and it really is very, very curious. So we drove around Bellinas for maybe 30 minutes. We didn't stop in Bellinas. You can't really stop in Bellinas. There's no parking as well. They've got these signs up saying $99 fine for parking everywhere. So... It really is a very strange representation. I don't know. It's like taking certain aspects of the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area, and just taking it to an extreme. So we've been to Bolinas once. I don't think we'll ever go back to Bolinas. It was an experience that was very much a kind of mecca. It's beautiful architecture. But, you know, <laughs> all these crazy things like there's a realtor in Bolinas who's got up a sign saying you're desperately seeking your listings well the only houses that sell in Bolinas that's the other thing the only houses that actually sell in Bolinas that have been you know have water and sewage that they got in the 1950s back to the 20s when it was first settled they're incredibly expensive they go for like nine million dollars plus you know well really three and a half to nine million dollars is the standard listing price in Bolinas so you've got this craziness associated with hyper wealthy hyper isolationist and just the quality of life there, I mean, it's interesting, but it's nothing really to write home about. And all the projected problems that we have around us here, they have two, only they have their own, like, curiously Bellinus-created version of that thing. So, yeah, well worth a visit. On the way back, we stopped at the Pelican Inn, which is on the way to Muir Beach. And the Pelican Inn is really, I mean, the service was bad, the food was amazing, and it was like an English pub in the middle of California, which was very strange. Service, you know, what are you going to do? But the food was pretty good and the location. And we, we were in a dark area because all the sun-drenched or outside seating had been taken. And I haven't felt more in the UK than I did in the Pelican Inn, which was a strange kind of juxtaposition to the Bellinas experience. But yeah, the only way out of Bolinas is to come the way you went. I mean, actually, that's not true. You can go further north. There's a place called Inverness, and then you can work your way down through Santa Rosa. Getting there's a kind of coastal drive with some mountains as well. And there were two points where they had like extended sections that were only one way and stoplights on either end to kind of ferry you through. So I don't know. It's all very curious. Stetson Beach, which was prior to Bolinas, Apparently is a really beautiful location. It looked pretty nice when we were there. It's a long beach. So we might go back to Stetson Beach one time just to stay overnight, maybe a weekend there. And is it Stetson or Stinson? Maybe it's Stinson Beach. Anyway, and maybe we'll venture back into Bolinas just for a one-time thing. Although, I mean, the way to do it probably is to cycle. It's got to be like, I don't know, four miles at most. So, yeah, you just cycle there, I guess. They probably have anti-bike laws too. <laughs> We had this experience where we'd go to a stately home near where we lived in Manchester and the community was walled. So community, the stately home was walled. So they had 
red deer from the 17th, 16th, 17th century that had never escaped and never bred with, you know, local deer. Bellinus was like that. It was like some kind of strange caged community that you could go into, have these experiences and then leave. And yeah, I, I made the point with my wife, I collect local Bay Area revolutionary stuff, which is from the 1960s, really the early 1970s. So I've got a bunch of weatherman and SLA writing the Simenius Liberation Army. They did Patty Hearst, amongst other things. So I have these collections of things here that are really Bay Area, I don't know, craziness. Like, it really is very, very strange. The first issue of the SLA publication, which is called Dragon, has got bomb-making stuff to a relatively high level of accuracy. But then they're just all revolutionary, counter-revolutionary writing. It's just all crazy, you know authoritarian statements from a high so the actual practical revolutionary part is only a very small part of the publication the rest of it is just their crazy psychologies put in magazine form or i don't know what you'd call it like photocopied paper publication form and Bellinus is like that it's like some crazy aspect of human psychology that has been allowed to exist in simulation form and yeah just worth worth a visit Worth a visit to think about, experience, and then get out. And the interesting thing is I have an experience with Bellinus, but my wife, having been raised and lived in California her entire life, aside from a brief stint in the UK and obviously the time in Nevada, but she really finds Bellinus completely different crazy because she has lived in these California municipalities for a good portion of her life, and many of them out off the grid, you know, the a high desert that isn't the shopping malls high desert in Southern California. These kind of experiences make you see that each municipality has its own level of craziness. We certainly find it here in San Jose as well. But to see Bolinas in that mapping of having lived in many California municipalities is, yeah, something very different for my wife too. So yeah, interesting day trip. Thoroughly recommend for folks who live in this area to actually go and see Bolinas and perhaps treat it like a safari. You know, treat it like some crazy trip to a zoo, a strange human psychology zoo. Enjoy it that way.